You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. Welcome to Scribblers Radio. Young podcasters interviewing authors at the Scribblers Festival 2021. In this episode, Bryslin speaks with Lego masters Jackson Harvey and Alex Fowler. Maybe you saw their eye-popping installation, Relics, Bricks of the New World, within the Goods Shed in Claremont, or along Rockaby Road in Subiaco after escaping from the exhibition. No strangers to creativity, Jackson and Alex share stories of being on TV, how to masterfully build with Lego, and what they might do next. Hi everyone, my name is Bryslin, and today I am joined by the 2020 Lego Master winners, Jackson Harvey and Alex Howler. Thank you so much for joining us today. So on behalf of your fans, I have so many burning questions for you today. (laughs) So my first question is, how have your lives changed after winning the Lego Masters last year? Um, Not as much as you think. However, we have had a whole bunch of awesome opportunities which have come as a result of our appearance on the show. Um, The biggest one being the exhibition that we've been working on. Uh, for the early part of this year called Relics, which is just wrapping up this weekend at the Good Shed. Um, But besides that, obviously day-to-day life actually hasn't changed that much. We get recognised in the street now and again, but beyond that, it's pretty normal. Okay, so um, my next question is for Alex. So from watching the show, it became apparent that Lego projects take an endless number of hours to build. And as a musician myself, I would really like to know how you possibly find the time to practice and also balance all of your other commitments, like your service to WaterAid. <laughs> um, yeah, I think life is a little bit, but the, one of the big challenges in life is finding time to do everything. Um, and yeah, I think uh, you just got to find it. I mean, I work a nine to five job. That's where I do all my engineering and all that, um, you know, the water Australia and and the Perth water service stuff. Um, But then music and Lego, I just have to smush in around it. So usually it's of an evening or on the weekends. Yeah. (laughs) That's really cool. Um, So my next question is for Jackson. Mm -hmm. So do you think that your architectural and visual art background played as an advantage during the competition? (laughs) Um, Well, my architectural studies were yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure how much of that in knowledge I've retained. Um, but I guess one thing I did definitely learn in architecture school was, um, I guess, how to work on uh, long design-based projects. That's a big part of the study there, studio-based work where you are really like working and collaborating with other people for long periods of time on creative projects. Um, my experience in visual arts over the last 10 years has, I think, definitely been helpful in, in what I can bring to our team. Uh, a bit of an eye for design and composition uh, definitely definitely has helped us out in some of the, the more aesthetic parts of the builds that we've worked on together. Okay. Um, so with regards to the Lego Master Challenges, when you had long challenges like the 28-hour final build, were you able to take breaks? <laughs> yeah, so they have... They give us breaks in there. I think, you know, it would be ridiculous to assume that people could build for 28 hours straight. So, uh, yeah, they, they give us lunch breaks and, and uh, you know, we went home overnight because you, you couldn't fit it all in one day. But, and the camera guys have to sleep too, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, how do you overcome negativity from those who don't particularly believe in you? For example, um, Brickman during the shaking <laughs> challenge when you guys built the prison. <laughs> How do we overcome it? What, 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 what do we tell them, Alex? 
you should always listen to the advice that people <laughs> give you and be kind. Uh, no, look, it was a stressful moment and I told Brickman to cop it and that probably was not the wrong, it was probably the wrong thing to say. But there was, the sentiment was basically just, no, we believe we can do it and we're going to, we're going to stick to our, what we think yep. we can do and what we know we can achieve and you keep, you keep going. Um, yeah, I, we, we haven't got, we've been very fortunate. We haven't really got a lot of negativity. You know, yeah. um, people are very supportive and it was, Lego Masters in its nature is a very wholesome family orientated show so um yeah everybody wants everybody to do well and nobody wants anybody to fail so uh everyone was very supportive including Brickman. i think we uh um just i just got a little bit carried away i won't say we because jackson distanced distance himself from me in that moment but yeah i got a bit carried away in the heat of the moment <laughs> did you have a plan b if you ran out of time during that challenge for that specific challenge yeah uh no <laughs> no, I think that's why I think that's what made it so fun in the end was because once we decided to approach it in that completely dumb, ham fisted way, uh, we were all in. And we had to we just had to <laughs> we had to keep laying bricks until the timer stopped, essentially. Um, so I really believe that your romance relationship has really inspired many people around the country. So have you guys always been like best friends since your time at Hale? And also, have you ever gotten into any major disagreements? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, no, Jackson and I have been very close mates for a long time now. And I think one of the reasons that I felt very confident going into the reality TV space with Jackson is that we've always been very honest with each other. And we've been always, always very good at being able to be open and honest so there's no nonsense with, with Jackson and I. And when we disagree on something, we're pretty good at talking it out quickly and resolving that. So, um, no, we haven't had any huge blow-ups, um, which we definitely could have if Jackson uh, was more, uh, if he was as tightly wound as I am. <laughs> but fortunately, he's the calming, sort of sensible one. And, and you know, because I get quite anxious and I get quite worked up and um, Jackson's very good at just staying calm and, and not snapping back. So, uh, yeah, it never escalates with us, which is really good. And mostly because of Jackson. That's good. So you guys have a good balance. <laughs> yeah, but communication's a two-way street though. And I think, like you said, that one of the one of the reasons that we were able to collaborate so effectively on Lego Masters and beyond, I think, is just due to having established open, honest communication. You know, that communication is this, the foundation of any positive team team dynamic and um yeah we definitely brought that strength to our work on lego masters that's good um so another question regarding the show did you guys get any time to plan your projects before you had to start building no oh well yeah but within the time that was allocated for the build so we um made the decision early on that we were always going to spend the first part of the build planning um because we believed that if we had a strong plan the product at the end would be better and that we would know where we were going. And, you know, you, you, you think a little bit more about the composition and um, some of the story elements if you've planned the whole build. So uh, even though the clock was ticking down and everybody else had started building, we made sure that we finished our plan and we were happy with it before we started building because we thought that was really, really important. Mm. It was hard to do, though, at times mm. because you see stuff, you know, popping up around you and you've got nothing. Uh, it's hard not to get caught up in that, but we stuck to our guns and planned every time. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, so what's the biggest piece of advice you could give to other Lego wannabes who want to follow in your footsteps and make their dreams a reality? Um, 
I guess I'd suggest just starting with building the sets and and really getting a grip on the I guess the the, the vocabulary of Lego, like because it is like a it's sort of a system that has its own rules and constraints and its own uh, language almost, if you will. Um, I think getting a familiarity with that by building sets and and familiarizing yourself with the techniques through the sets is a good starting point to then be able to build your own creations from stepping outside of those sets. Um, and beyond that, it's really just putting the hours in, I think, and getting that familiarity. Doing lots of research as well. Like we definitely did like a lot of research into visual references and building techniques. And there's a wealth of information available online for stuff like that. And um, I know this has been a pretty like common buzz around like since you guys have won, but mm-hmm. um, I haven't really been able to find like a really clear updated answer. So <laughs> what, who, get, who got to keep the trophy? And also what did you guys do with the prize money? Uh, so here's a little bit of sort of inside info is that the, the trophy that we hold up at the end of the show stays with Lego Masters. So they keep it, which is very disappointing. But what they do do is send us two slightly smaller trophies so we got one each um and mine sits in my living room in the in a very obvious place so i can brag to all my friends um and for the prize money uh i believe we both did things that were very boring which is probably why there hasn't been much chat about it because it's not very exciting uh i i'm looking at buying a house so it's going to go to a house deposit yeah, um, I did something similar. I used the winnings to pay off a big chunk of my mortgage. Not particularly exciting, but um, sensible. Responsible. Responsible. <laughs> adult. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Um, so it was such a joy watching both of you on the show last year. So I'd like to thank you both once again for joining us today. And it really has been a real privilege for me to have the opportunity to interview such an inspirational and a fun-filled dynamic duo from oh, thank WA. Thank you so much Thanks, for having us. That's too kind. Oh, thank awesome. you. Thanks for your time, Brazen. This interview was recorded for the Conversation Caravan at Scribblers Festival 2021. For more stories and info about the festival, head to scribblersfestival.com.au. This is R.A. Spratt and you're listening to Scribblers Radio.